to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Our time in the book of Acts brings us to Acts 11 today, and I'm going to read the 30 verses of Acts chapter 11. Now the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party criticized him, saying, You went to uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began and explained it to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, something like a great sheet descending, being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to me. Looking at it closely, I observed animals and beasts of prey and reptiles and birds of the air. And I heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, By no means, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice answered a second time from heaven, What God has made clean, do not call common. This happened three times, and all was drawn up again into heaven. And behold, at that very moment, three men arrived at the house in which we were, sent to me from Caesarea. And the Spirit told me to go with them, making no distinction. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered the man's house. And he told us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying, Send to Joppa and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will declare to you a message by which you will be saved you and your household. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as on us at our beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then, God gave the gift to them, as he gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? And when they heard these things, they fell silent. And they glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life. Now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Hellenists, also preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. The report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch the disciples were first called Christians. Now in these days prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. And one of them named Agabus stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world. This took place in the day of Claudius. So the disciples determined, everyone according to his ability, to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. 
and they did so, sending it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Chapter 11 is basically a recap of what we just read in chapter 10 yesterday. Peter returns to Jerusalem and maybe has some explaining to do about why he's out witnessing to Gentiles instead of Jews. And he eloquently explains exactly what happened. Peter explains how he himself had a vision from the Lord. He also explains that Cornelius had a visit from an angel. And verse 15 sort of recaps everything when he says, As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as on us at the beginning. I think by now everyone is learning that no one can stand in God's way. The council learned that in chapter 5, when Gamaliel's advice was, if this was of men, it would stuff itself out. But if it was from God, you could not stand in the way of it. Paul, who was persecuting the church, finds out on the road to Damascus when he confronts the Lord personally. And now Peter finds out in the Gentile area of Caesarea that the gospel is for everyone, Jews and Gentiles alike. The church in Jerusalem finds out about Antioch, where Gentiles are receiving the Lord, and they send Barnabas, and he finds out. In verse 23, when he says, When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. So the good news of the gospel is spreading far beyond just the boundaries of Jerusalem and Judea. It's moving out to the Gentile areas all around them. Verse 26 says, And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. How about you? Do you identify yourself as a Christian? Do you call yourself a Christian? Or do others call you a Christian? If so, how are you representing the cause of Christ? If you were the only example of Christianity to the people around you, what would they think about Christians or Christianity? Would you be described like Barnabas, a good man full of the Holy Spirit and full of faith? Would you be described like Cornelius, a devout man who feared God with all his household, gave alms generously to the poor, and prayed continually to God? Or would you be described like Saul after his conversion, who increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ? Or would you be described like Stephen, full of grace and power? They could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. And as they gazed at him, they saw the face of an angel. So our thought to ponder today is, what do people see in you if you claim to be a Christian? Father, I count it a high privilege to be labeled a Christian, to be called a Christian, to claim the name Christian like all these we've just mentioned. Yet we're just sinners saved by grace. But you've called us to be ambassadors for Christ. You left us to represent you here on earth. Lord, my halo might be a little tarnished. So give it a good shine today and help me represent you better. Find me faithful as one of your Christians today. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. And we pray, amen.